Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Watching the Boxes. I am your host, Mike Katrin, and as always, we are hosted by HashtagBasketball.com. Let's get right into the box scores tonight. There are only five games, so let's uh, let's speed round through these and make this uh, make this a quick one. Um, starting with the very first game of the night, the Toronto Raptors versus the Cavaliers. This was a pretty tight game, um, and uh, well, really, any night in the NBA wouldn't be uh, uh, normal without a blowout, so we'll get to the blowout later, but this one was actually a tight game. DeRozan and Kyle Lowry once again carrying their team, uh, both shot uh, a ton of shots tonight. DeRozan was 10 for 27. Kyle Lowry was 11 for 23. They almost pulled it off, but the Cavs uh, came back in the end. 121 to 117. Nobody was playing defense in this game. Looking at um, the scores here, Patrick Patterson with another large amount of minutes off the bench for the Raptors. Even in that 34 minutes, he's only one for six. He didn't make any of his three-pointers, and um, he only had two points. He did get six rebounds three assists, and two steals. Patrick Patterson is getting starters minutes uh, so far this season, but I really don't like him in standard leagues. Uh, tonight he was playing against the uh, Cavs, but e- even then, you know, this was a high-scoring game, not a lot of defense being played. Uh, I'm out on Patrick Patterson. I think he's worth keeping an eye on just because of the amount of minutes he's getting, but I, I don't think he's standard league worthy, and I don't think he will be. Uh, on the season, uh, Kyle Lowry had uh, a really great night tonight: twenty-eight points, nine assists, five rebounds, four steals, only one turnover, and four three-pointers. Um, this is that's old school Kyle Lowry. So if you've followed Kyle Lowry over the last X amount of seasons, this is basically how Kyle Lowry works. Kyle Lowry comes out of the gate, and um, this year. Actually, it's a little lower than usual, but it's still very early. But usually for the first half of the season, Kyle Lowry is like a top 15 player. He's out of his mind. He is just doing everything. And this looks like a line tonight that reminds me of old Kyle Lowry. He he would come in and just destroy the NBA. And uh, you hope he gets on a kind of tear like that this year. But... Lo and behold, second half of the season, Kyle Lowry falls off dramatically. Um, He even did this last year, though he uh, didn't fall off as dramatically in years past. So two years ago, he was ranked 28th overall on averages. And that was after a a very hot, hot start. Last year, he had an incredibly hot start and finished 11 overall on averages, which is still really great. So over the last week, he's 10th in averages. Over the last two weeks, he's 12th in averages. So he is starting to play in that top 10 mode. But like I said, in the second half, he he always falls off. So if, I, if I'm if i a Kyle Lowry guy, first half of the season, ride him, uh, you know. There might be – I'm not going to look too far into this because this is Kyle Lowry's pattern. So I'm going to stick with Kyle Lowry's pattern. I think that's what he's going to do this year. In the second half, I would try to get – uh, an equal or, or a good trade with uh, Kyle Lowry because he, he'll probably tail off in the second half. But usually Kyle Lowry is taking you know, a ton of shots. He's holding down that offense. DeMar DeRozan has, has stepped up and has taken over. Basically, he's the primary. He's the number one guy on the Raptors. He 
no longer defers to Kyle Lowry. DeMar DeRozan wants the ball. He's scoring at an incredible pace this year. Uh, DeMar DeRozan tonight had 26 points, 6 rebounds, 4 assists, 3 steals, and 2 three-pointers. That's uh, The three-pointers is actually pretty surprising because he's only averaging half a three-pointer a game this year. But, I mean, 33 points for DeMar DeRozan is pretty silly on the year. He's uh, That's what he's averaging. For me, DeMar is a sell-high candidate still because he's shooting 51%. And I just, I just don't think it's sustainable throughout the year. Uh, over the last week, he's dropped down to forty nine percent. I still, I, I, I don't. I mean, he's going to score a ton, right? So if you really desperately need scoring, there's not a lot of guys scoring thirty points a game. And I actually do see his scoring staying uh, up in the upper twenties, uh, maybe even thirty. If he's going to shoot this many shots a game, he's last year he shot. 17 a little over 17 field goals a game this year he's shooting 24 and a half that's uh that's real silly and the fact that he's making that at a 51 percent clip where last year he averaged 44 percent makes me it has me know that this just isn't sustainable i still think he's a sell high guy but it's really really hard to get a guy who scores 30 points 20 even 28 points a game um last year DeMar DeRozan finished 48th overall in averages. Uh, this year, he's he's going to finish higher for sure. Uh, I mean, actually, just because of the start, I feel like he's going to finish higher for sure. Uh, he is elite in uh, free throws, which is actually surprising. Uh, this year, he's shooting under 80%, which he's never done. I, I think that adjusts back. I, I'm not really sure why. Then again, it's only been 10 games for the Raptors, so very small sample size. I'm not worried about his free throws. You do like to see that his, his steals are up a little bit from years past as well. That's very nice. He's not everything else looks exactly the same except for he's making more shots and he's getting more points. So once that reverts down, he's going to get less points. He's going to revert down to like a you know a 35, 36th ranked player. If you can trade him right now for a high end guy, I would I would sell high on him. Um, the other interesting thing with the Raptors tonight, Norman Powell got the start. He played 29 minutes, 12 points, three, three pointers made uh, three assists and three rebounds with a block. That's an interesting line from, uh, Norman Powell. He's only really averaging 15 minutes per game, but it's, it's going to be, see, it's going to be interesting to see where they take him. He started, uh, last game and this game. He's played uh, perfectly well in both of those games, uh, even, I'd say, good enough to take a flyer on. I'm not really sure how long this is going to last, how long he's going to be in the starting lineup. Uh, Demari Carroll moved to the bench here. Powell's playing a much better role than Demari Carroll. Uh, Norman Powell's 23, so his potential is, is high. He could um, definitely take a, a step forward this year. Looking at his per 36, uh, he had a good summer league. Uh, over the last week, his per 36 is pretty solid, not not incredible. And just looking at the just the couple of game sample size I have of him starting, he's hitting threes, which is is nice to see. Um, and he's doing a little a little bit of each thing. Um, you know, 
if you're in a deeper league, I would I would take a flyer on him. If you're in a standard league and you're kind of bored and you got a guy at the end of your bench you hate, take a flyer on him as well. I think it's too early to see if uh, he sticks in the starting lineup if he sticks with uh, playing you know close to 30 minutes a game. It's too early to tell with him. I don't think his breakout potential is so high that you can't wait on him. Um, I I just don't see. I don't see why he would suddenly. Um, I just don't see why he would uh, suddenly blow up. Even playing starters minutes, I, I'm not sure if his uh, nine cat fantasy value is is terribly high. So we'll see. He might be kind of like a Bradley Beal esque type of player, uh, where he shoots when he gets the ball and doesn't do much else and hits some threes. So you're going to need a little bit more from him, but the fact that he's got a block and a, um, a steal already, in the, uh, averaging a half a block, half a steal in the last two games, when he's starting, that's interesting to me. So let, let's see where that goes. He should be on everybody's radar in every league. Um, looking at the uh, Cavs, this is a boring team when it comes to fantasy, simply because you kind of know what the Cavs are doing tonight. LeBron uh, almost got a triple-double, 28-14-9. and nine. He should probably back off uh, talking crap about Phil Jackson. That's a bunch of nonsense, and uh, we, we we don't need that clouding up his game. Um, Kyrie Irving, he had 24 points, 4 assists, 2 steals, and 5 rebounds. That's, you know, similar night for Kyrie, just, you know, he's doing what he's doing. Kevin Love, 19-13 and 13 with an assist and a 1-3. You want him to make more than that, but he had 3 blocks, which is cool. Uh, Richard Jefferson, a bad start. And Channing Fry off the bench, 20 minutes, 7 for 10, 5 three-pointers. He had 21 points tonight, a block, assist, and three rebounds. That's an interesting line from Channing Fry. Now note that he did that in um, really limited minutes, so that's not per usual. But, um, you know, he's he, he's getting he's only just sitting on the line and shooting threes waiting for lebron passing the ball so i i hate the fact that he's playing uh only 18 minutes a game so to me that's just really not enough but if you go look at what he's averaging in in nine cat roto uh he's 66th overall per averages in nine cat um, he doesn't do anything else than shoot threes. He's worse than, you know, Bradley Beal. I guess the almost block a game is pretty, is pretty nice. Um, but yeah, with him just averaging around 20 points a game or, uh, 20 minutes a game, I just don't think, I mean, I guess take a flyer on if you need the threes because he, over the last week he's made, uh, over four threes a game. And to me, that's, that's an asset. Um, his is almost two blocks a game in the last week is a bit silly. I don't think that's going to last, but it does look like, you know, they're trying to get him a little bit more involved in the offense. If you're really desperate for threes, I'd pick him up. Other than that, only deep leagues for him. I know he's standard league relevant when you look at the averages, but to me, it's not worth it. He long-term wise, you don't want a guy who plays 18 to 20 minutes unless, um, Unless he's doing something special, and right now he's doing you know four threes a game, so that's a little bit special enough to consider. Let's move on to the Hawks Heat game. This was another close game. Hey, two close games in a row. That's amazing. That's the I think that's the first time this year. Paul Millsap doing Paul Millsap stuff. Uh, Fifteen six rebounds, 
four assists, two block or two steals, no blocks. That's a pretty pretty mild game from uh, Paul Millsap. Uh, Dennis Schroeder, who I, I I've liked all season long. I liked him uh, before the season. He's kind of struggled to start out the year. When you look at nine cat leagues, he's uh, doing some things, but he's he's at least getting six assists a game. Uh, but he's not really doing a ton else. But tonight he had 18 points, four assists, one rebound, one steal, and five turnovers and two three-pointers. Once again, kind of like not enough to be excited, but enough to be okay, enough to be on a team. Um, you're really you're hoping he's he's going to take another step up. I think he's you know a perfectly good point guard. I, I I have him in a couple standard leagues, and I'm holding on to him. I don't think he's um, He's reached his potential yet this year. He's getting used to playing with his new team, with Dwight Howard. Uh, speaking of Dwight Howard, he was 11 for 11 tonight with three steals and assists, no blocks, and five freaking turnovers. That's that's a little much. Uh, Mike Muscala, a guy I was on earlier this year, um, he only played 22 minutes tonight, but he had 14 points, five rebounds, four assists, a steal, and two three-pointers. That's a great roto line. And I like Mike Muscala when he's getting uh, great minutes, and he's not. And he's same with uh, Channing Fry. Basically, he's getting uh, 20 minutes a game, but he's ranked 59th on averages in nine cat leagues. And that's simply because his turnovers are uh, non-existent, and his field goal percentage is out of control. The rest of the stuff he's doing, he's he's just he's just not doing enough. Um, but if he ever gets the chance to play 30 minutes a game, I'm picking him up. Like if there's an injury on this team. Because he just does all the things. He gets blocks, he gets steals, he gets three-pointers. He's good at rebounding. Uh, with a starting uh, minutes, he could be pretty He could be pretty great. Uh, Kent Bazemore this year has been a little up and down. He's currently ranked 73rd overall in nine cat leagues. He's not playing 30 minutes a game. He's, he's doing enough to for me to want to own him but his shooting's gone up a little bit but he's he's still shooting pretty terrible at 40 percent um man i i don't know about kim basemore i'm not sure what his trajectory is this year um i'm still a hold on him tonight he had 12 points three rebounds one assist two steals two blocks and a three-pointer that's a that's a nice line from him when you're thinking about all across the board and that's what you want to see from him i i'm not sure if he's um, going to be able to keep up with this team, because you know this team does seem to have adjusted from kind of getting the ball around to everybody to kind of like a Dwight Howard pick and roll kind of thing. Um, you know what? He's in roto leagues. He's 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 worth owning. His steals are um, close to two per game, and that right there is is enough. For me, if since he's doing all the other things just a little bit here and there, and if he just starts shooting a little bit better like he has in the last week, um, you know he's he's sta- he's standard league relevant even though he doesn't score a ton. Looking at the Miami Heat, this is a team that I'm always constantly interested in. Uh, on the back to back, Justice Winslow sat with a sore left wrist, and Dragic is still out. So tonight. We had, uh, once again, Waiters Island shooting 18 shots, just shooting as much as he possibly could. Uh, we had, let's see, Whiteside, my gosh, uh, 19 points, 
25 rebounds, two steals, two assists, and a block. That's that's absurd. And he was seven for eight from the line. Um, that's I mean, the, pray that this is the the white side that you drafted because that's just an absurd line. 25 rebounds. Um, let's see. Josh Richardson got the start, and so did uh, Rodney McGruder. So far, um, this has been the most minutes McGruder's played all year. He only had eight points, three assists, and two steals. Uh, not interested in him. Josh uh, Richardson, though, I've kind of liked him. He's played pretty decent minutes throughout the year so far. Tonight, he had uh, 19 points, one three-pointer, four rebounds, two assists, three blocks, two steals. That's a that's a monster nine-cat line for him. Um, I like I like him. See, with Miami Heat, there's just not enough. Everybody's kind of like okay. No one's like breaking out of this team, other than obviously Whiteside, who you should already know. But you got James Johnson, you got Tyler Johnson as well, and you got um, Justice Winslow, who is kind of interesting. Um, he could be out almost a week with that left injury. So uh, if you got James Johnson playing heavy minutes like you did tonight or uh, oh sorry uh josh richardson my goodness so you've got josh richardson playing heavy minutes tonight along with um james johnson who played 26 minutes tonight and um the other johnson tyler tyler johnson too many johnsons on this team and josh's and johnson's um all those guys got heavy minutes tonight and you just don't know what you're getting from any of them. <sighs> Looking at, at what Josh Richardson did tonight, that's the guy I'm taking the flyer on why Justice is out. Justice Winslow could be out a week, and and, and and why not take a flyer on Josh Richardson? He does just a little bit of everything, and he gets those um, counting stats as well. Taylor Johnson's uh, ownable in standard leagues already. Um, and James Johnson, tonight, he had... Oh, what did he have tonight? In 26 minutes, he had three three-pointers, 13 points, four rebounds, and a steal and a block. So all those guys kind of do a little bit of everything. And um, I, I don't think you can go wrong. They're all just lower-tier guys. They're, you know, bottom half um, on standard league teams. But, you know, once Winslow comes back, I think uh, Richardson probably drops the most drops right back out into playing less minutes uh james johnson has only been averaging 22 minutes per game this year so he's probably on the the lower side of that as well so it depends on what your team needs none of these guys are outstanding in any any one category but you know, they do a little bit of everything, and that, that helps. If you're streaming, uh, those, all three of those guys are options for streaming, for sure. Uh, next game on the docket is the Timberwolves versus the Charlotte Hornets. Another loss for the Timberwolves. At least this game was close. Uh, that's three games that were close. Uh, let's see if we can let's see if we can go four. Spoiler alert, we're not going to go four. Um, tonight with the Hornets, oh, Kimba Walker is, I mean... A lot of people kind of maybe, maybe thought Kimba Walker was going to regress after a monster year last year, and he's he's not going to. He's so far looked 
really, really good, and I, I've liked everything he's doing. I'm keeping him. I'm not trying to sell high on him at all. I think this is who he is. Tonight he had 30 points, five rebounds, six assists, five steals, and two three-pointers. That's that's real silly. He's currently ranked sixth overall in the in averages in 9-cat, period. Um, that's absurd. I know that's uh, definitely a sell-high moment. I just I don't want to get rid of him unless you're you know getting back someone like one of the top tier players you know like um... okay so Steph Curry's gonna finish higher than him obviously so if you can get Steph Curry uh, do it but let's throw him against Kyle Lowry would you rather have Kyle Lowry or Kimba Walker this year I think that's a that's a tough question I'm going with Kimba Walker because uh, I think Kimba Walker does more th- uh, does more things. Uh, this could uh, end up – I think it's kind of a toss-up, but with uh, the way Kyle Lowry's second half turns into kind of trash, um, I, I think I like Kyle Lowry. I, I, or I think I like Kimball Walker more. And I'm not sure you can go wrong either way, but Kimball Walker is just playing just out of his mind. You get almost two steals a game. Um, he's averaging five-and-a-half assists, three three point, over three three-pointers a game. He is uh, shooting 49%, which his uh, career averages is much, much lower. Last year he shot 42%. So do expect that to come back down to earth. Um, but I still I still like Kimba over Kyle Lowry. I, I might have made a mistake saying that, but there's something about uh, Kimba Walker that I, I really, really like. And it, wor- it worries me that Kyle Lowry always falls off in the second half while... You know, granted, Kim Walker has had some injuries in the past, but last year he played 81 games. Uh, he he finished 18th overall, which was under um, what Kyle Lowry finished. But uh, this year, I, I think Kyle Lowry maybe drops off a little bit, and Kim Walker goes up a little bit. Um, so I think they're going to finish right around each other. But hey, I'm going with Kim Walker. I like him. I'm keeping him. I'm not. I'm not trading him for anybody. Michael K. Gilchrist had a really bad night. He's just not he's just not fantasy relevant. Um I he does enough here and there. He's currently ranked sixty sixth overall in averages. Um I feel like someone else is ranked sixty sixth recently, so I don't know if these averages are even um moderately. Yeah, no, these are these are um very, very trustworthy averages that I'm looking at. Uh they're one of the best resources. Um if you're not screwing around with uh, basketballmonster.com, free plug for basketballmonster.com. Uh, their free rankings are pretty great. So, Michael K. Gilchrist, I, I don't want him on my team. I really don't. He just doesn't. He doesn't shoot. He, he does a little bit of everything, but he he's, he doesn't do enough for me to 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 be happy with him on my team. I, he he craps the bed too many times. Um, and I'm just, I'm just not interested. Frank Kaminsky, on the other hand, um, well, not on the other hand, because I don't want him on my team either, but he had, a, he actually played well tonight. He was eight for 14 in 27 minutes with 20 points, five assists, four rebounds, one steal, one block, and three three-pointers. Uh, keep an eye on him. I don't think he is, uh, standard league relevant, but I'm still keeping an eye on him simply because that, that line is is really nice and if that's something he can start doing more often um then he's start he'll he's starting to enter in the conversation of being 
standardly relevant, but right now he's not. Uh, Nick Batum, very Nick Batum line, 16 points. Uh, actually shot the ball well tonight. So uh, unlike Nick Batum, he shot the ball well. 16 points, 7 assists, 3 steals, 5 rebounds, 1 block, 4 three-pointers, which is which is uh, very high for him based on uh, the fact that he's only averaging um, 2 this year. So um, I was a little surprised he was averaging 2. That's uh, I'm impressed. Good for you, Nick Batum. Way to, way, to, way to claw your way back after a, just a horrible injury-plagued year last year. Um, everybody else in this team, you know, I was look, I'm looking forward to the return of Roy Hibbard to this team just because I think um, he could put up interesting stats uh, in his place. Cody Zeller, actually a decent night, 14 points, 9 rebounds, 1 assist, 1 block, I am not rushing out to put Cody Zeller on my team unless I'm desperate for a big man. But yeah, when Roy Hibbert comes back, I think Roy Hibbert slides back into the um, starting lineup here. And um, I like giving Roy Hibbert a flyer, even though his knees are made of of chalk. Um, and I, I want him to succeed here. He had a really um, strong first game, and then just his knee disintegrated. So if he could just get back into... Um, being healthy, you might get some interesting um, fantasy value out of him, and I'm sure he is available in all leagues. Uh, Marvin Williams, not standard. Uh, I don't think he's standard league relevant like he was last year. Um, I'm keeping an eye on him just because of what he did last year, but tonight's real trash. One for nine, six points, uh, one assist, one block, one rebound. Just you know, get your get your crap out of my face, Marvin Williams. That's horrible. Um, looking at the Timberwolves, after just scoring lights out for the last, you know, I don't know, week or so, uh, Wiggins had a bit of a, a fall-back-to-earth game, and his fall-back-to-earth game now, which um still impressive, was 29 points, three assists, two blocks, two rebounds, and three three-pointers. He was 10 for 24, which is a ton of shots. But, um, you know, the guy, I think he's he's moving into um, a guy who you're going to rely on to be a, a stalwart in standard leagues, especially with that scoring. It's hard to find guys who can score that much. He really needs to start getting some steals. Um, he, do, he doesn't do enough of the counting stats yet for me to consider him as like a, ooh, a great, you know, standard league relevant guy. But when you need scoring, you need scoring. The fact that he's add, uh, added a um, three-point shot to his game is really, really promising for me. The, the kid's 21, man. Um, it's it's incredible that he is doing what he's doing at that age. He's not going to shoot um, over 50% from three. Like, he's just not... Like, right now, I, I, I think... I don't know if he dropped under 50% from three. He's just not going to shoot that. Um, so his, his three pointers will probably take a bit of a dip along with his field goal percentage. Uh, so, you know, if you, if you can get something of, of high value for him, um, then I would do it. I mean, if you get DeMar DeRozan, then do that, but I, I doubt anybody would do that, but you never know. People are kind of stupid. So, um, he just, I wish he would get a few more assists a few more, uh, just almost like a half a more steal a game 
then and then a couple more rebounds like then he would be just you know i would be really really into him but over the last week with his um shooting barrage he's over uh he's in the top 60 on averages in nine cat but like i said he's his usage is so 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 high he's averaging 36 minutes a game and under tibbs that's not you know amazing that's pretty standard for a, a tibbs a guy in tibbs system uh, and, and, and this is kind of stated last year. He Last year he played, I think, the most minutes in the league. And the fact that he, you know, wasn't really, he was like on the, the cusp of being at the bottom of standard leagues wasn't a good sign because he wasn't going to get any more usage. And this year he's getting about the same amount of usage. He's just playing a little bit better, which is promising because he's 21. You want him to take that leap. But until he gets those counting stats up, he's just kind of like a a, a, a bottom half type of type of guy. The his improvement in threes is is promising. Uh, I don't expect it. Obviously, that shooting is not going to keep up. It's just not. He he his three is going to go down. But you know, I like him. Um, he's he needs to do just a little bit better in each stat, but you can see him improving. And the fact that you can see him improving and how young he is, I'm, I'm, I'm keeping him around unless I can sell uh, pretty high on him. Rubio, um, back in the, the lineup here, he played 35 minutes. He had 11 points, 8 assists, 8 rebounds, 1 steal, and 2 three-pointers. Um, Dunn really hurt. Dunn is done. That's, I'm sorry for that pun. Uh, it all rhymed, though. Uh, Dunn only played 13 minutes. Zach Levine's shooting uh, a ton of shots uh, went down now that Ruby is back in. Uh, though Zach Levine still took 16 shots, but he only uh, he has only two assists, two rebounds. Without the ball in his hand, even more, it makes him less effective. But he had five three-pointers tonight, which is really impressive. I'm, uh, I'm keeping Zach Levine in standard leagues. I'm not trying to move him at all. Um, I think he's, he's pretty great. He's, he does a lot of things. Um, Gorgi Dang, my, one of my favorite nine cat guys tonight, uh, nine points, 11 rebounds, three assists, a steal and a block. Um, no three pointer tonight, but yeah, another straight on nine across the board, nine cat night. Uh, good, good rebounds from your big man. Uh, the block and steal is great. Once you're averaging like one block, one steal a game, uh, you're you're in pretty good company. On this team, Gorgie's Dang's the only one averaging above one block and one steal, and Carnthony Towns is almost right there. So, you know that's the kind of company he's keeping now. Obviously, Carnthony Towns way way better tonight. He had 21 points, eight rebounds, four assists, and a block. And three three-pointers. He took ten three-pointers tonight. I don't think Carl Anthony Towns should be taking ten three-pointers. Um, I, well, I don't know. I haven't been watching the Timberwolves this year, and maybe I should. But I don't know what Tibbs is up to. Uh, I, I feel like never in the world would Tibbs allow someone like Carl Anthony Towns to take ten three-pointers. But maybe he's changed. Uh, maybe he's a different man. Let's go on to the next game. Uh, the Bulls versus the Blazers. Uh, one of the most classic Sega games of all times, Bull ver- Bulls versus Blazers. Tonight, another blowout. Chicago Bulls uh, on the. I think I feel like every game other than two other games that they've been on one side of the blowout or the other, and luckily they've been on the winning side of, of quite a few blowouts. They are seven and four right now. Uh, Portland drops to seven and five. 
So let's check out what the Bulls did. Um, Rondo did not play tonight, which, by the way, great. Uh, it's it's already starting to come out. Rondo on the floor with the rest of the Bulls. It's just a, he's a net loss. And um, I'm, I'm pretty happy about that. It looks like uh, Rondo is just questionable. He could return any time. Doug McDermott was also out in this game uh, due to another concussion protocol for him. And uh, Michael Carter-Williams, who's irrelevant, but just to make note, he's due back in the beginning of December. So with a little bit of a light bench, it is good that they they um, blew out the Blazers. But the starters still all played almost uh, around 30 minutes. Robin Lopez, 13-11, and 11, one assist, one block. That's nice to see that they're, he's getting more involved with the offense and he's, he's put, making uh, his role known right now. If you look at him, he's only averaging 26. So earlier in the year, he wasn't playing a ton of time. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what to make of this uh, blow up in minutes. Let's see. Portland, Washington, Miami, Atlanta all have big men who need to be guarded. So he played more. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, same with Orlando and Indiana. So he's been playing a lot uh, over the last couple of weeks, and but he's playing against a lot of big men. But hey, he's playing better. And um, I, I like that. I like to see that from him. If you uh, check out his last two weeks, he's uh, I think he's still below uh, a pickup value, but he just no steals really, really hurts. Almost uh, under a assist a game is, is pretty awful. His rebounds are not elite and his blocks are mediocre. So, you know, unless he gets back to, you know, shooting 53%, because right now he's shooting 45%. That's pretty bad. So what you want from him is that is that high percentage uh, over a block and a half a game and and not doing anything else wrong, you know, getting it over. And, and he's not doing this that this year. He's not getting the opportunity to play. I'm keeping an eye on him, but uh, Sunday he had a nice game, but don't um, – he's not staying to league relevant. Jimmy Butler has been playing fantastic. Uh, tonight he had 27 points, 12 rebounds, five assists, and a three-pointer. I mean, I just I've been loving everything Jimmy Butler's doing right now uh, for the season. He's ranked 10th in averages in nine cad over the last week. In the last four games, he's actually second in the league uh, with uh, averaging 30 points, almost two three-pointers a game. Obviously, he's shooting fifty-one percent, so don't ex- don't expect that to continue. But it's good to see that people who were uh, who thought maybe Jimmy had slipped down this year with the addition of Rondo and Wade, and you weren't sure how that was going to go. Um, wonderful to see wherever you got him that he is overperforming, probably where you drafted him. I'm holding on to Jimmy Butler. He is the Chicago Bulls. He is better than last year. I mean, I, I can watching the games. I can see that he's more comfortable. He doesn't have to play with Rose hogging the ball the whole time. So, I'm I'm holding on to Jimmy Butler. If you can sell, always sell high. If you can sell high, just sell high. Like, but selling high, there's a difference between selling high because you're just getting a better player versus selling high on a guy you know is going to fall back down to earth. And Jimmy Butler, while he will drop, the earth isn't that far below him. Um, he'll, he'll, he'll drop a bit, but he isn't going to fall off the planet. It's a lot of um, metaphors there, but that's why I'm holding on to Jimmy Butler unless I'm getting back someone elite, like a Westbrook Harden top-tier guy. I, I, I think Jimmy's 
going to have a great season, and so far he has been. Taj Gibson, another one of my favorite kind of unsung heroes uh, of fantasy. He's currently ranked 69th. He's much better and much more consistent than Robin Lopez, but he does kind of the same uh, things, just getting a little bit better in, in some of the counting stats. Uh, tonight, he was 12 points, 11 rebounds, and two blocks. That That's what you expect. That's a, that's an okay line. Uh, bottom half of your standard leagues, but still standard league relevant. Uh, Jaron Grant, who I, I've been mistaking uh, Jeremy Grant for Jaron Grant occasionally, just switching their names up. He got the start with Rondo out, and he played 30 minutes. And he played quite well. 18 points, 5 steals. Two assists, three rebounds, and two three-pointers. I'm not rushing out to pick him up, considering up until this point, he's been averaging 14... Well, with this game, he's uh, his average minutes just skyrocketed. He's uh, been averaging 12 minutes a game, I think including tonight, which where he played 30. That's pretty pitiful. He's rarely seeing any time, so I'm not rushing out to get him. Rondo could be back at any time. I think Rondo walks right back into the starting role there, but cool to see him get some minutes. Uh, the rest of the team, like I said, Doug was in, uh, out with a concussion. Nico only played 19 minutes, even though it was a blowout. Eight points, two three-pointers, eight rebounds. I'm out on Nico until I see some more consistent playing time from him, and I, I'm not, and I just don't. He's going to be way too streaky. Like some guys, like JR, are like streaky off and on, but his off, Nico's off is so, so bad. And um, he's just going to have a lot more off nights because of how um, just inconsistent the playing time is for him. So I, I, it's hard to not want Nico on your team just because considering what you've seen him do in the past and, and the way he kind of fills up the whole box score. But right now he's shooting poor. He doesn't have any confidence. and I mean, I feel bad for Nico. I hope he gets his act together. But the opportunity I don't think is there for him to play close to 30 minutes a night. So I, I'm i out on Nico for now, but always keeping an eye on him simply because of his, his ceiling, his value ceiling. Moving on to the Trailblazers, they shot horrible tonight. They just couldn't get it going. Uh, CJ McCollum, 17 points. Four assists, a steal, four rebounds. Dame Lillard, very similar night. 19 points, five rebounds, four assists, a steal. Um, pretty bad night for Mo Harkless, who I do like. He's still got your counting stats, which I think he's always good for, but he's two for nine, five points. One three-pointer, though. Uh, eight rebounds, one assist, three steals, and a block. I think Mo Harkless should be owned in all leagues. I, I think he is very good. He does the counting stats very well. He's like a poor man's Tobias Harris. I think I've said that in the past. This was a was this a back to back for them? Let's go check that out. I think this was a back to back for Portland. So since it was a back to back, you know the Bulls. I feel like the Bulls have only played teams on. No, it was not a back to back for them. No, they got a day's rest. So screw you, Portland. You had a day's rest in Portland. Get out, get out of my face. Bulls smoked you. Um. But yes, Mo Harkless, own him, pick him up. If he's on your waiver wire, I think he is he's good enough to own simply because of his counting stats, and, and it's hard to find guys who do all the counting stats like he does. Myers Leonard sucks. Uh, Miles Plumley, nine points, 
six rebounds, four assists, a steal, and a block. I mean, that's a nice across-the-board line, but nah, he's he's still outside of he's still in the uh, outside of the drop zone. He's not he's not even a, a flyer guy for me, uh, unless you know you're streaming in, in bigger head-to-head leagues. Uh, since it was a blowout, not going to get much else from that. Let's go to the Brooklyn Lakers game. Lakers ended up winning this game in the uh, match against teams that should be worse than their, their record show, and their records aren't very great. Um, Julius Randle has been a surprise, uh, surprise for me this year. Tonight he had 17 points, 14 rebounds, 10 assists, a triple-double for Julius Randle, but no steals and no blocks. Um, wow. He's... I think he flirted with a triple-double earlier this year, and now he's got one. Um, that's just – it's incredibly fascinating, uh, the amount of assists he's capable of. He uh, – I, I like him. I like him. I, I'm i not willing to – I don't think this is a sell-high moment for him uh, unless you're getting something great back from him because I, I think this is kind of the, the player he's shaping in to be. And uh, he's getting the opportunity to uh, to do that, even though no one on this team averages over 30 minutes. Tonight, he did play 31, so I, I, I'm impressed. I, I'm keeping him on my teams. Uh, D'Angelo Russell, 32 points tonight, seven three-pointers. That's silly. Eight rebounds, four assists, and three steals. That's, that's an absurd line, and... D'Angelo Russell's got a lot of Kyrie Irving in him. He's um, occasionally does Kyrie Irving stuff, but he's super inconsistent and has some really crap games. He, he craps all over the floor sometimes. But, you know, worth owning, worth giving uh, a go, but you are I don't think you're ever going to get, like, elite assists out of him. He's not going to turn into some Chris Paul wannabe. He, I think his mold is more like a, a Kyrie Irving guy, but you know what? If he turns into Kyrie Irving, uh, that's still a pretty good fantasy player. Timothy uh, Timofey Mozgov played quite a few minutes tonight. He played 29 minutes, which is um, a bit above his average. He was 7 for 11, 20 points, got to the line six times, made all six, but only six rebounds, no blocks, no steals, no in uh, one assist. Um, interesting to see him getting that many minutes. Um, I think that's the kind of guy he is when he gets that many minutes, and he's his field goal percentage is pretty incredible, so if you're interested in um the percentages for a center his field goal and free throw are very good he doesn't turn the ball over hardly so if you're into those kind of categories maybe he's a flyer guy at the end of your bench but really he's just not doing enough for me he's not getting enough playing time for me but um yeah it's it's good to see it's interesting to see him get 29 point or 29 minutes in a win play well i mean if that's if they start going back to him a little bit uh that'd be nice to see for the nets trevor booker 11 points a three-pointer 10 rebounds three assists one steal two blocks that's a nice solid across the board line he did that in 29 minutes ronda house jefferson is still crap um brooke lopez after kind of you know playing some mediocre ball 30 points 10 rebounds three assists three blocks and four three-pointers that's a crazy line from brooke uh, I, I think that's uh, those three pointers are here to stay. Apparently, so good for him. He shot eleven of them, which, like I said, Towns does not to be to be taken ten, and Brook Lopez really does not need to be taken eleven three pointers. I, I feel like every one of those maybe is because they're in Staples or something. They just wanted to get off or something, but 
you know, good to see Brooke Lopez. Kilpatrick got the start here, only played 19 minutes, not interested. Hamilton, who I'm watching, only 24 minutes. He, had a, he got a three-pointer, six rebounds, one steal, nine points. Not not good enough for me. Um, and Bogdanovich uh, lit it up, 29 points. That's what he's good. He's good at scoring, but, you know, he got some of the counting stats tonight, three rebounds, two steals, an assist, and two three-pointers. I'm, uh, I'm not rushing out to pick up uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich uh, anytime soon, but it is hard to find guys who score and get um, – can get a lot of points, so if you're desperate for points, uh, he's kind of like the but uh, lower fourth of your standard league teams, kind of drop zone area, uh, kind of a streamer guy in my opinion. But if you're desperate for points, you're desperate for points. You got to do what you got to do, and that's it for the games tonight. That's all five of the games. Um, if you liked what you hear tonight, please, uh, if you can, go out to iTunes, give us a rating, give us a review. That helps people find the podcast. You can find me on Twitter at Watch the Boxes if you want to ask me fancy basketball questions, uh, trades, waiver wire pickups. Uh, go ahead and message me. I'm usually tweeting about whatever game I'm watching, the Bulls game, or the horrible state of our country. So if you don't like that, sorry, but you might have to deal with the occasional one of those. You should probably be more interested. So that's it for tonight. Thank you for joining me, and uh, have a good one, everybody. Thanks. Thanks.